Bust it. Fellas, try to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down cause you're overzealous. Play hard to get females, get jealous. Okay, smarty, go to a party. Girls are scantily clad and showing body. A chick walks by, you wish she could sex her, but you stand another wall like you was Poindexter. Next day's function, high class luncheon. Food is served and your stone cold munchin. Music comes on, people start to dance, but then you ate so much, you nearly split your pants. A girl starts walking, guys start gawking, sits down next to you and starts talking. Says she wanna dance cause she likes to groove. So come on, fat so and just bust the move. Someone could cure your lonely condition Looking for love in all the wrong places No fine girls, just ugly faces From frustration, first inclination Is to become a monk and leave the situation But every dark tunnel has a light of hope So don't hang yourself with a celibate rope New movies showing, so you're going Could care less about the five you're blowing Theater gets dark just to start the show Then you spot a fine woman sitting in your row She's dressed in the yellow, she says hello Come sit next to me, you fine fellow You run over there without a second to lose And what comes next? Hey, bust
Listening to Inkstuds on CITR 101.9 FM. Okay, these headphones are way too big for my head. Can you see this? Can you, it's it's not right. Uh, hi, folks. It's been a while since I've been in here. That was the wonderful Inkstuds theme song by the always incredible Brian Fukushima. Thank you for doing that, Brian. I love you. Um, as does everyone else. We miss you in Vancouver. Uh, goddamn you, Toronto. Uh, my guests this week are Robin Bougie. Hello. The yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> Hello. Oh, maybe it's not. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> turn, yeah, turn on. on the mic. That's a good there idea. Go. Turn on mic one, <laughs> mic two. Oh, it's been a while since I've been in the studio. Can, can you tell? <laughs> Robin Bougie, uh, it's been a long time since Robin's been on the show. Yep, been a while. I miss you, Robin. Yeah, I miss you too. Bro. Uh, Robin, since coming on the show, I don't remember last time, it was for an issue of Cinema Sewer. We were joined by the wonderful Phil Barrett. Yeah, it was a while back. Another man who I miss. He's in Ireland. God damn you, Ireland. Um, and since that, uh, when you were on, you've since had three books come out. Or two books and a third one. Third one is uh, it's actually just, just come out uh, in uh, the last week or so, but uh, that's only in England, and it'll be here in, uh, in, in I guess, like a month. So Nice. Yeah. Whenever the shipment comes in. Exactly. <laughs> and next to Robin is his wonderful wife. Hi, everybody. It's Rebecca Dart. Hi. Hey. Uh, Rebecca also was on the show probably four years ago to talk about Rabbit Head and various other comic-y things, mm-hmm. and is even in the Ink Studs book, speaking of books. That's right. I think it was actually about five years ago, because that came out in 2006. Wow. That's a while ago. Um, her latest book, self-published, Battle Kittens. Yeah, it's a sketchbook, a collection of sketches, and there's some comic book work, but it uh, mostly focuses on my Battle Kittens art. Which we will get into. Mm-hmm. The wonderful, wonderful Battle Kittens. And sitting in the corner there, drawing on himself, is... What? Are you like my Flava Flav to Chuck D? You know? I'm not that excitable. <laughs> Bring the mic a little closer to your face. Hello, world. (laughs) (laughs) You're not even speaking to the front of it yet. All right. There we go. That's better. Uh, Brandon Graham. Brandon, thank you for coming and joining us today. Yeah. Um, The reason these three folks are here together today, other than being fabulous Vancouver cartoonists, is that all three of them are guests at the Vancouver Comics and Stories Convention on Sunday at Heritage Hall at 15th and Main. The actual proper address is 3102 Main Street. This is a kind of annual thing that the folk that puts on the Vancouver Comic Con does every summer, uh, focusing on small press work. Uh, This year, the, the special guests are James Stoko, who is not in the room, so we can talk about him meanly. He's here in spirit. I don't trust that spirit. You guys saw a penis drawing on the way in? There we go. Uh, his comic is Orc Stain, which is basically an orc battling through a world of phalluses. Thus the staining. Thus the staining. It is stained. Uh, James, 
why uh brandon as already mentioned uh is here as one of the special guests and rebecca as well as a special guest mm-hmm. at the thing and other folks i'm just going to go through this list here so you know i don't even realize more people here than on the thing than i thought and i should have had come out today i'm a bad bad radio host uh robin bougie in the room do cinema sewer magazine yay uh jesse davidge uh who does mathematic and metaphysics mestaphysics mystaphysics sorry if i got the name of that wrong jesse uh derek's copyright infringers uh do you want to kiss it better i do i have no idea who that is (laughs) and thank you for asking (laughs) you kissed it wrong the first time i'm always trying to kiss it a little better every time uh, Trevor Frick, uh, Centuri, Wave the Ninja, uh, Kim Glennie, uh, Emily and Zola, Girls Room, uh, Mary Crapless, uh, her wonderful strip, uh, Tiny Vices, uh, a good friend of ours, Steve LeCouliard, will be there with his book three of Much the Miller's Son. That book is big. It's a pretty book. Big and hard. It is. Uh, Miriam Lubicki's... Well, it's hardcover, so... Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what? What are you saying? What? Yeah, I'm saying it's hardcover. It is. Yeah. Miriam Lubicki's uh, will be there with her job, Nick. I think she's getting up to, like, issue nine or something. It's, it's an excellent series. She has one collection out of, uh, like, the first five or six books or something. Nice. I can't remember. Uh, Mike Meyer has new comics... Finally. Hooray. We're Mike. very excited. We're very excited. Uh, I think he said like two or three new minis he's going to have. That's great. That's fantastic. With his uh, series he's been doing called Space Jet. Uh, another good friend of ours, Steve Rolston. That's what I realized. I should ask Steve to come out. Steve, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Steve. Uh, he'll be there with his excellent ghost project, which actually uh, got announced, was it, at San Diego that it's been picked up for a mini series. Right. And more importantly, it has a glow-in-the-dark cover. It has a glow-in-the-dark. That cover is amazing. I think more books have glow-in-the-dark covers. Why don't your books have glow-in-the-dark covers? His, actually, Robin's book works well under a blacklight. <laughs> we need more uh, foil die-cut incentives uh, in the world of indie comics, I think, for cover art. Yeah, screw the content. Yeah, we I'm just, just wondering. We need, to, we need to get back to the uh, perforated uh, hard cardstock. With uh, holograms. Holograms, exactly, yeah. I'm just wondering where Brandon was going to bring comics under a blacklight. Were you going to, like, karaoke bar, a strip club? Like, what are you doing? That was a semen joke. <laughs> I know. CSI. <laughs> Don't you have to add a chemical to it before it shows the bodily fluids? Okay, uh, just so folks know, uh, listener discretion is advised as uh, Robin and Brandon are both uh, naked. <laughs> that should be my discretion. <laughs> Brandon, the penis is looking great today, i got to say. It's okay, really good. Uh, some of Steve's other comics are uh, Amico Superstar, uh, One Bad Day, um... And his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where, where did I go wrong today? Uh, Doug Savage, uh, Savage Chickens, uh, Jason Turner, True Loves, Turn... Or, yeah, yeah, I can't talk. Uh, Torn Atkinson, uh, Wei Kan Ho, uh, Ken Bosom, Carrie Q... Contrary? Contrary? Yeah, I can't talk today. I should be kicked off the radio. <laughs> Jackie Klobuchar, uh, Jenna Sokolsky... Uh, Critical Hit Comics, Guru Kitty Studios, Visions Found, and many more. It's a big lineup. There's a lot of artists. I think I need like a breather after that. Yep. I think uh, I think people would be crazy to not attend. You've been doing it every year, Bouge? Yeah, yeah. I haven't missed a comics and stories show. 
How many years? Um, man, that's a good question. Like more than I can count. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good because it's the one year. Um, even if you do go to the Heritage Hall comic shows, um, if you're not going to the comics and story shows, you're missing out on a lot of the the creator owned stuff. It's because it's a much more of a focus. It's the one show a year at the Heritage Hall where it's really a focus on the self published stuff, which is very much along the lines of what we like here in the Ink Studs. Yeah, I think it was the convention that brought me to to move to Vancouver too. Yeah, because you were like a special guest that got like flown up here, and yeah, yeah, or driven up by Mortat. I like to think of it as flown, even though it was in a car. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you met your lady love. Yeah, it's a, it's a good singles hookup. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, folks? You never know who you'll meet. You could meet future Mister or Mrs. Uh, special. That's a full title: comics and stories and singles hookups. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why they have the wine bar in the back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to call in and yak with any of us, ask us questions, um, you can call in here, 604-822-2487. Maybe you have a question for uh, Brandon about his terrible puns. Maybe you want to know something filthy or esoteric from Robin, or maybe from Rebecca, the world of battle kittens or kittens yeah we just like to talk about comics or my little pony just ask us anything about comics and we'll we'll answer (laughs) but it says it on the poster it says it on the poster (laughs) yeah rebecca worked on my little my little pony (gasps) it's true (laughs) don't tell anyone (laughs) it's funny the name because we were talking on the way down here about how kind of you don't own anything you work on that and so it's really their little pony yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah, it is. It was actually a really fun show to work on. I really enjoyed working on it. A lot of pink bows. And a lot of pink bows. Cues and, and There's a, actually a little pink bow in your microphone. Oh, nice. I put that there. <laughs> actually, a pony left it there. <laughs> <laughs> All habits die hard. That would explain the road apples in the hallway. Mm. <laughs> that was me. That was Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Oh, just because you're naked doesn't mean you have to. You know, I'm going to play a quick song, and then we'll come back and talk about everyone's actual comics. What's this song we're playing right now, Mr. Oh, this is, uh, this is the Swamp Dog, well, as he was known in the 70s, but uh, it, and the, the great thing people need to Google is Swamp Dog Rat On, because he did an album where he's riding a giant rat, and it says what? Rat On. And uh, but on. before he became a cheesy funk master in the seventies, he was more of an R and B crooner in the sixties. So we're going to play one of his earlier tracks here. Nice. Well, uh, we'll be right back. Inkstead, CITR one one point nine FM. Treat me gentle. Oh, 
And we're back. Inkstead, CITR, 101.9 FM. That was our uh, our sad moment. That was romantic, actually. That was romantic? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Brandon, get your hand off my knee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we're back. Inkstead, I'm joined by Robin Bougie, Rebecca Dar, and Brandon Graham, who are all going to be at Heritage Hall for the Comics and Stories Small Press Day. Uh, 3102 Main Street from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Brandon will actually only be there for the first half of the day? Or what time do you have to be gone by? Oh, yeah, i got to leave in the middle. <clears throat> I'm not sure. Just uh, i got to go to a wedding. What's your problem? i got to break it up. You gotta break up the wedding. Yeah, <laughs> he's a wedding crasher. Uh-huh. I'm gonna show up right at the point where they're like, if there's anyone, if there's anyone who who says anything against the wedding, speak now. And I've I've made a list actually. <laughs> the first part of it's just gonna be a big barbarian scream. Yeah, yeah. I'm dressing as Captain Caveman to bring up the wedding. You're gonna have a PowerPoint presentation. Uh-huh. <laughs> Caveman with that PowerPoint. Yeah. <laughs> no wed, no wed. <laughs> now. Uh, barbarians and cavemen seem to be an important thing for you right now, Rebecca. Well, more barbarians than cave. I don't actually have any men in my barbarian world yet, but uh, but yeah. Tell us about about this barbarian women riding giant kittens. Well, I kind of came up with the idea because I was sort of like thinking about actually was kind of thinking about taboos and like what's a taboo I could break or at least bend, and I was thinking well. I actually think showing women in a violent context is more taboo than showing women in a sexual context. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to play around with that. And uh, and the way they look, they almost look like, they kind of look like chubby dwarves almost because they're so kind of like stout and big. And that was sort of a response that I was seeing a lot, how I was seeing women portrayed in a lot of popular culture and a popular art sort of being very stick thin and angular and I noticed in fine art there was a lot of women who were just being shown as with these blank vacant faces staring off into these heroin induced you know thousand yard stares because <laughs> there's always been kind of a joke like whenever in fine art when you give a character an emotion it becomes illustration so I really wanted to have... <laughs> Strong word. Well, it's kind of true. And then, so I wanted to make sure my women always had an emotion on their face. So <laughs> that was sort of the, the, the crux of the idea of the barbarian. And the kittens came along because I was like, well, these, these women need a mighty steed. Because I, need, I just like drawing creatures and animals. And I was, well, I can make a giant boar. I can make a big type thing and I was like well in my personal experience the most vicious animal I've ever encountered are kittens <laughs> because they have these little needle teeth and these little needle claws and they don't know what to do with them they need a lump and I thought you know that'd be kind of cute you know and then plus these these violent barbarian women against these, these cute lovable kittens was a little little a little sweetness to add to the salty I was really amused at how well she has um she has the, the kittens act like kittens. There's this great scene, I think, in the one that you're that you're still working on. I was looking at where um, these two these two uh, warrior women are going at each other um, on their steeds, and as they as they clash, they're like you know their swords hit, but the kittens are just kind of nuzzling. Yeah, that's because the kittens are kittens. No kind of nuzzling what. and purring, acting like kittens. Yeah. And so it's like they don't break character. They never like they never act. They never do things that kittens wouldn't do. It's kind of it, it makes such a nice contrast when you're reading it. Oh, cool. Do they go into, like, a giant forest of balls of yarn or something? 
Well, they can play with boulders as if they're balls of yarn. Because <laughs> they're big kittens. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to have a catnip mouse the size of a couch. <laughs> wow. Now I want to have a couch full of catnip. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how your cat would do with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just, just lay there on it. it and <laughs> yeah. Is that any different from what he currently does? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it is full of catnip. <laughs> Poor Orson. <laughs> He's such a noble man. <laughs> he's he's an old old duffer now. How old? He's over fifteen. Yeah. Wow. As, re- asthmatic, uh, borderline diabetic. Uh, I don't know if you saw that drawing I did recently of my cat as a human. Oh, that was fantastic. So. Yeah, Rebecca posted this uh, on her uh, online. She posted a picture of what her what Orson would look like if he was a human. Of course, so of course, he's aged in human years. He's like seventy eight years old. He's like this crazy old black guy that likes to sit on girls' laps and crinkle t- tissue paper on his hair. <laughs> yeah, he's got like the little paper hat he's got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, if people want to check out Rebecca's stuff, uh, is it r dash dart dot live journal dot com or yeah r dash dart dot live journal dot com yeah to take a peek. I also have I'm also on Flickr too. All my stuff's on Flickr, and I'm on Twitter at r dash dart underscore underscore. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He knows better know. than you do. I know. I know. <laughs> it's called research. Yeah, you're, get, you're getting back on your game. You started slow, now you're getting strong. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. This horse is about to fall over. <laughs> now, the the work originally just started. It's like just doodles, like on um, post its and stuff. Or yeah, I was a, I mostly did them at work when I should have been working, but uh, you know, I just had to do you know something, and so. Yeah, they kind of started out as just post-it note doodles, which and I posted she, online. Yeah, and you posted online. There was such a good reaction to it that uh, kind yeah. of spurred you forward. Yeah, and right now I'm actually working on a Battle Kittens graphic novel. What? Yeah, and uh, so it maybe I think at the most it'll be about 150 pages, maybe 120 to 150, and. Uh, yeah, I'm doing all the thumbnails for that right now, and then uh, hopefully it's going to be a storyline, a full storyline, so with characters and things happening. Do you have a publisher in mind? No. Or self-publish? Uh, well, a few, few things. Nothing concrete, we'll just say that, but it, I, yeah. I, I think people will be able to see it. It's in it the works. Out. Yeah, it's in the works. It's coming out no matter what. Yep. Yeah. You can say that. Uh, and if people want to order this, um, the Battle Kittens, I mentioned the book. I don't think I actually mentioned the actual book. Battle Kittens, the art of Ardart. Ardart, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just bits and pieces. There's a lot of Battle Kittens art. There's a couple pieces from an illustrated uh, Paradise Lost that I did. Uh, the back cover is all these little drawings that I did for... Um, when I was working at an animation studio, uh, there was a one bathroom stall where when you sat down, you faced a wall. So I was just sick and tired of facing this blank wall all well, not all time. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a lot of pooping. A lot yeah. of pooping. Uh, yeah. All you're doing is drawing kittens and pooping yeah. at work. <laughs> and a lot of crying, too. <laughs> that's, that's, that's working on my little pony. Yeah. <laughs> so I just started... <laughs> So I just started putting up these little, I uh, had little, these little tiny frames that are only like two inches by one inch, and then I uh, kept putting up a new drawing every week. 
that so people could have something to look at. And I tried to keep it as anonymous as long as possible. So you like a little bathroom, a little private bathroom gallery. Yeah, and, and once people found out who I was, they came up to me and they're like, oh, I look forward to going to the bathroom on Monday. <laughs> 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 also because so, of your art. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is this the first book you are since Rabbit Head? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually it is. I mean, I had a couple little little um, stories and anthologies, but this is the first solo. Yeah, since Rabbit Hits, so. and it's a, it's available if people want to buy it online. It's um it's in the Cinema Sewer store, which is at cinemasewer.com. And then uh, yeah, there's like a link to uh, the online store there, that, and there'll be there'll be battle kittens in there. Battle kittens, partly black and white, partly color, all mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> I think we're going to do another quick song, and we'll come back, and maybe we'll find a little bit about Bougie. Is that song good, kids? Let's, uh, what are we listening to now, Mr. Bouge? Um, I believe this is uh, Handsome Furs coming up next, right? Mm-hmm. That's my f- my favorite uh, Canadian band right now, and um, I designed the t-shirt for their latest tour for their new album, and uh, this uh, this track's called uh, Serve the People. All right, we'll be right back. Inkstead, CITR 101.9 FM.
back. Inkstud, CITR 101.9 FM. How's everybody doing? Great. I'm on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> I am joined by Robin Bougie, Rebecca Dart, and Brandon Graham. Uh, I have a call-in guest. Um, will you please introduce yourself? Introduce myself? <laughs> Introduce. That's what the host is supposed to do. Fine. We got Brian Fukushima here from Yay. Toronto. Yay, Brian. <laughs> I was trying to surprise these guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Brian. I'm, I'm, my name is Brian. I'm going from Toronto. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Brian from Toronto. Uh, formerly of Vancouver. Formerly Vancouver. Are you a longtime listener, first-time caller? Uh, wow. You know what? Have I ever called in? No. You've been called in on, but uh, yeah. we don't need to talk about that. Uh <laughs> They say out here. They say, they say called out. Oot, oot. How is life in Toronto, Mr. Brian? Uh, it's pretty good, you know. It's all right. I can't complain. Now, you have your own thing going on this weekend, don't you? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to the fan expo thing and try to sell a mini comic, which I have not yet made. <laughs> uh, I'm in the middle of making it right now, and I'm going to go to fan expo and be at the Koyama Press uh, table hanging out with those dudes. And, uh, yeah, uh, making, a, making a comment about hamburgers. So uh, if you're in Toronto, come by and get it. If you're going to be at SPX, you can get it there. And I'll have it on the Internet later. All right. That sounds good. I like hamburgers. How, how are you guys doing? How is everything over there? It's pretty good, actually. Yep. Yep. No complaints. I heard you made a Foxtar song recently. <laughs> totally did. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, you know what I was thinking I could do right now is I could make up a song about Robin Bougie. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. I don't know if this is going to... Let me... Hold on. Tell me if you can hear this okay. Robin Bougie. Does that sound like anything? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like okay. magic. <laughs> um, and... Robin, Robin Bougie at the main street, 7-Eleven, Say that was a reference to me eating pizza sandwiches from 7 Eleven. What was a pizza sandwich? It was a short lived uh, pizza sandwich that 7 Eleven sold. It was two pieces of pizza with sandwich fixings in the middle. Yeah, yeah. like it was like salami, turkey, lettuce, <laughs> and like, you know, I don't know if there was mayo or what in the was, middle, but is the word of bread, in there the was pizza. Yeah, it was pizza sandwich. <laughs> It was like E apostrophe E A T, eating apostrophe second apostrophe Z Z A. I think. And I was like addicted to them. 
And I was the only one that likes them. <laughs> <laughs> Do they look like a pizza? Or were they triangle shaped? Or? It looked like two pizzas that were like upside down and stuck together. Did they actually just take two pieces and just be like, probably. They just, they just threw a, it's a just ham, a way to get. Empty the ham sandwich <laughs> in the middle. And... It was pizza that had fallen on the floor and was all gross, and then they just stuck them together. Yeah. I think some marketer came up with that on one drunk bender or something. <laughs> you know what would be great right now, I could really kill for, is pizza and a sandwich together. <laughs> yeah, my roommate in college used to make these things. The yeah. funny thing is that they tried to connect eats and pizza as a word, and they didn't go after trying to combine sandwich and pizza in yeah. any way at all. I know, it's really weird. They're like, well, we want to make sure people try to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> we better have instructions in the title. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, and it's, uh, there maybe, maybe it's something that people were doing anyway, and they're like, you know, we can make some money off this. <laughs> like, people were buying the pizza and the sandwich and assembling it, like, although if they were smart, they would have put, um, a nacho cheese all over it. And yeah, this was, yeah. this was sober food for you, wasn't it, Robert? <laughs> yeah, this was everyday food for me. <laughs> Because I could see yeah. being like, like you mentioned college, being like, if someone's like wicked stoned, that would be what they ate, and they not responsible for their own actions. They're like playing a lot of Mega Man, eating some put eats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I had to say it like that every time I got it, too. <laughs> I'm like, if you're going to spell it like that, I'm going to say it like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little worried uh, about you. I don't know if that relates to comics, other than that comics people eat horrible food all the time. And if you're going to make hamburger comics, then everything is on the table. Well, one of our friends was commenting, is like, Robin, you have food poisoning more often than anybody I know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know why either, man. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think we just found out. <laughs> well, I remember we, when we came back from uh, the States, we, we traveled together, and you bought that bottle of Bailey's. And what did you do with the Bailey's that night? I can't remember. What you mix it with orange juice. Oh, God, that's <laughs> right. I've heard of that. Oh. I don't understand it. Oh, it's, it, it turned out horrible. That's weird that that wouldn't taste delicious. <laughs> well, well, Irish cream has, like, milk has cream in it, right? Yeah. yeah. And orange juice has acid. Yeah. And so when you mix those together, does it not curdle? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it did. <laughs> and did you drink it? I tried to. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, I got through about a quarter of it before I realized what had happened, and by that time I was almost throwing up. So, <laughs> so why not finish it? <laughs> why not finish it? Yeah, that was like when my girlfriend tried to mix lemon cello with advocat. Oh, just made those words up. <laughs> you just made those words up. <laughs> Wait, is that an avocado liquor? liqueur? <laughs> no, no, no. Advocat is an egg liqueur. It's someone who advocates cats. Yeah, it's, it's egg. Egg. Why would you drink an egg booze? I don't know. Uh, eggnog? Oh, that's true. Eggnog's good. Oh. Mm. In case you want your eggnog to be even eggier when you get drunk. <laughs> I'm really liking how you're saying the word egg. Yeah, yeah me too, actually. Do, do, I'm, very, I'm very sensitive to accents lately. <laughs> do, do you miss Vancouver? I do. I'm coming back in October. I'll see everybody hopefully sometime in October. I'm going to come back and visit. But, uh, yeah, I haven't been back since I moved out here in December, and I do miss it. That'll be fresh. I miss, I miss all the sushi. There's not very good sushi out here. Yeah, yeah. We got good sushi. Yeah, yeah there's good. I definitely I definitely miss all the food that I used to eat there. I'm gonna... what's, what's, what's better food in Toronto than, than here? What's better? Yeah, what do, you, what do you get that's better there? Well, there's better Caribbean food here. Oh, right. the roti. There's yeah. lots of good, like, Indian and stuff. It's true. There's no, hardly any good roti here. Yeah. So, I mean, anything that... There's just... There's not... It's shocking that there's not that many, like... There's not a lot of Asian-ness out here. <laughs> I mean, there is. I mean, I live near Chinatown, but... Uh, it's like when I went... 
when I went to the States and I was in Vermont and like, hey, we're going to go for Thai food. I'm like, what? And it was like all white people working yeah, there. I'm like, why, w- why would I go to Vermont and have Thai food when I live in Vancouver and I get fantastic Thai food here? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh, well, you know, different places have different things and each city is a special flower that is an individual that oh shut up are you talking about cities or vaginas <laughs> <laughs> all right well brian thank you so much for calling in well, we miss you buddy me. and um uh yeah it's nice talking to you guys and uh hopefully i'll see you soon i think we will see you in october buddy yay rocktober oh my god okay well enjoy some uh something at three lions for me. Oh, we were there yesterday. Yeah, we were. Uh, <laughs> I found the service isn't as good lately. Enjoying the Guinness. Uh, We've been drinking a lot of the Guinness. I still drink the Bruce Pear. Uh, I like that Oh, one. that's good stuff. Yeah. You introduced me to that. I'd never heard of it before. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, have fun, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I know I will. Bye. Turn this radio show into a, uh, and, and listening into a three-way call. <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> oh, oh. Brandon. <laughs> oh, the cold stare on air. <laughs> the cold, cold stare. Okay, we're going to play a quick song and then we'll come back and then we'll uh, chat with Bougie about uh, some of the stuff he's got coming up. Yes, please. And coming out. Okay, we'll be right back. Inkstead, CITR 101.9 FM. <laughs> Inkstead, CITR 101.9 FM. This is the radio show about comics from the fine University of British Columbia. Almost exactly a year ago, I finished my studies here. Wow, congratulations. I just thought about that, yeah. Thank you. It's, uh, don't ask me what I've done with it, because <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I do know. We were just talking about me drinking beer. Uh, my guests right now, all appearing at the Comics and Stories Comic Convention on Sunday at Heritage Hall, 3102 Main Street. I'm joined by Robin Bougie, Rebecca Dart, and Brandon Graham. Hey. <laughs> hey. Now, uh, that that song felt good, like we're building up for you, Bouge. 
Yeah, yeah. It uh, felt like it felt like newsroom music. Like, it, like yeah, yeah. we're gonna get on the horn. We're gonna give you some real info now. Right. Now, since last time you're on, you've had two books come out and a third one coming out. Toot sweet. Yeah, yep. Cinema Sewer book one, two, and uh, yeah, three. They're published by uh, Fab Press in the UK. And um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about the third one coming out and to kind of do some promotion and get people excited about it as well. I've been doing these uh, one-hour book drawings and the uh, inside front cover of every copy that uh, people buy from me in person on uh, on my website at cinemasewer.com. So basically, you order you order the third book, and and you give me uh, you can give me like a a hint as to what you want drawn in the inside cover. I pretty much only do dirty stuff. So I gotta say, <laughs> I love you, Bougie, but you're getting filthier and filthier with time. <laughs> like the the drawings, like you look at them and you're like, where does this come from? <laughs> yeah, I I just you know I like mixing it up. <laughs> I like it started out like oh I just want to do stuff that's kind of sexy. Now I'm kind of like you know what I want to do stuff that's confusing. <laughs> I want to do porn that confuses the crap out oh, of yeah, people. Yeah, you said that to me the other day. You were talking about how you wanted you wanted people to not quite know how they feel about it. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that. And kind of, I mean, aside from porn too, I like just the idea of like it, it poses a question to the reader. Like, you know, that's it, that's the main problem with most porn is it's too straight ahead. It's too cut and dry. And I, I think more of it needs to be confusing. Yeah, like why would she have a shovel? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Brandon, your next release is going to be yeah, pornography. It's, it's probably going to be the thickness too, either that or the dark horse thing, whichever comes out first. It's a dark horse presents short story. You want to tell us a little bit about the thickness two story? Yeah, since um, we're on that, since we're on that topic, yeah, it's really nice. I it, it was nice to have a because I did porn comics for for years years ago, and I always always put the, put it behind me like that's my sorted my sorted past, and then kind of getting involved with the uh i'm really excited about the new thickness it has a, a ton of of cool exciting artists in it. it's got um michael LaForge and uh who's in it you remember the lineup better than i do uh mickey zakili uh angie wang uh lisa hanwalt and just recently announced chilling tamaki will be doing something oh, for yeah. it too we'll and who's, who's that published by by uh ryan sands yes, oh okay who does the electric ant zine oh cool and uh he did that lady gaga zine that's really amazing prison for bitches hmm yeah, it does a lot of really cool stuff. But yeah, I, I took the opportunity to. Um, I'm basically doing like a, a dirty pair kind of kind of parody fan comic porn thing for it. Kind of kind of riffing on all the um, kind of uh, manga stuff of my teenage years and all the like dirty pair Adam Warren stuff and really just kind of um, embracing the the nerdy. I've been you know listening to Neuromancer audiobook while I draw it and <laughs> and I've got all my apple seeds out and everything. It's been really fun. And there's sex in it with a robot. <laughs> Not uh, I really liked the uh, the pages that I saw you working on the other day. They look really good. Thank you. It's mm-hmm. really fun to work on. Now you you're not just doing books, booze. You've got some new comics coming out too. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's going to be a new Sleazy Slice in uh, February, and that's a anthology of of uh, weird and perverse comics that I do. Uh, Maxine Frank and I just finished a, a 30 page uh, comic about uh, giant 20 um, story um, naked women who fight in the streets of Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> it's called is naked called uh, Naked Girl Big Battle. And uh, yeah, it's that one is so amazing. Yeah, it was fun drawing. Like we went out with one day, uh, Rebecca and Maxine and I with the camera and just took a bunch of pictures of uh, various like buildings that we liked, and then I uh, used those for like reference, and then drew them getting like bashed apart and stuff. 
by these giant <laughs> naked women. And it's 30 pages of that. If you, if that sounds like it's up your alley, then, yeah, look I, forward to Sleazy I really Slice. I like the way you're piloting the, the lady, too. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, Maxine and I climb inside of her, and uh, we drive her around from the inside with uh, these video game controllers. You guys are amazing. <laughs> Tell me about the collaborative process that you've been doing with Maxine, because the last time you're on, you hadn't started working with her yet. Yeah, um, it's actually really, like really kind of fun um, thing we've been doing, where we get together like once a week, usually like in a uh, coffee shop in the neighborhood, and uh, we just uh, pass the pages back and forth, and we just kind of it's, it's kind of like an elaborate jam comic, and uh, there's no real rules to it at all. Like sometimes I'll pencil a panel and she'll ink it, uh, or other times you know we'll. Uh, you know, I'll I'll just do two or three panels in a row, and then she'll do. And we we basically try to get our art styles to kind of match each other, so it looks like one person's been doing it. And uh, it's the thing I like about it so much is that you know when you're drawing comics and you're like, oh, I'm really dreading this panel coming up. Like, I don't want to have to draw that. Th- you know, uh, and then it's like if only there was somebody else here to like just do it for me. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, you know, she's more excited about it than I am, or the other way around. So that's kind of the fun thing about doing it that way. I remember reading about Eastman and Laird talking about how they had to um, kind of set up the good panels. They'd be like, all right, don't take all the fights for yourself. <laughs> the, the thing I really enjoy about seeing when you and Maxine work together is they always pick these like kind of these these cozy little grandma coffee shops that just draw their filthy, filthy. <laughs> Well, those are the most quiet ones. We like coffee shops that nobody else goes to, and it's always the ones that are just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does your tea come in a little doily? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You think that would affect the work somehow? Like, man, this this porn's getting pretty doily. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's been good actually. We don't um, considering how how severe and crazy the content is. We never we've never gotten in any sort of like people usually like look over our, look over our shoulder and they're like, whoa, cool. So yeah, I don't know. Bah! Yeah, it's a, it's a laid back town. It is a laid back town. We have an email question for you, Brandon. From John Carnes. Uh, hi, Robin. Uh, question for Brandon. Is there a release date scheduled for multiple warheads and a proper King City collection? There is... Basically, multiple warheads comes out as soon as I finish one more issue. I'm, I'm actually sending them the first... I'm doing uh, four or five issues. I think four for the first batch and then a fifth annual at once. And so as soon as I finish just the last issue, they'll all come out at once, like in a kind of a monthly monthly for for five months and then uh king city it's been such a long it's really fun (laughs) it's been just this incredible like they about a month ago i think i got an email it was just like okay it's going forward we're doing this now and so it looks like it's going to happen but i have no idea it's just a negotiation it takes amazingly long to i I, like i I saw something dated the other day about when king city i was like 2008 it was like the original image issue started coming out and i was like man that was a million years ago (laughs) It's and it's something you have no control over. Yeah, it's it's just it looks like it's going to happen, but yeah, it's it's kind of. I mean, I'll, I'll do a new cover for it. That's kind of for those of you that don't uh, are missing issues. You can always just harass Brandon at a comic convention. So, I think we have another caller. Should we bring them on? Quick question. Yeah, let's do it. You're on Inkstead CITR. Who are we talking to? Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm looking for Marie. <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong number. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> that is awesome. That, that was actually my favorite moment from the entire show. <laughs> that was. What do you think is Marie's here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I should have so come on. I you should have been Marie. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
Oh, that poor lady. I'm sorry, ma'am. You were just on a radio show. <laughs> you were just on the radio show. You don't want to know what they were just talking about. Uh, okay. Uh, so you guys are going to have lots of stuff on Sunday. Reminder, folks. Uh, Heritage Hall Comic Convention, uh, 3102 Main Street. Robin Bougie, Rebecca Dart, Brandon Greenwell, all be there. Uh, as well as, who wants to read the list? Oh, it's a long list. Do we have to? You can say Ralston and Stoko and. Uh... Yep. And, and hopefully I will have Battle Kitten t shirts. <gasps> yeah. As well. Yeah, first come, first serve. We've only got about 20 shirts, so oh, nice. show up early. And it starts at uh, 11, uh, 11 a.m. and it goes to 5 p.m. Now, these t shirts, are they made for combat? Yes. They're made out of dragon skin. And <laughs> rhino scrotum. <laughs> They've been blessed by a wizard, and they're ready for battle. A war wizard. Yes. In fact, you have to fight me to buy one. Yeah, that's that's the scariest part yeah. of the whole what, transaction. What image is on them? Is it the same? One it's the, the same cover? image that's on the cover. They're dark brown shirts with orange and white image. Nice. And I will also have some original art that I'll be selling as well. Little, oh, very nice. Little little Bayberian uh, portraits. Bayberian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are Aryan babes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just wrong. <laughs> oh, guys. Well, thank you all for coming out today. I very much appreciate it. Um, once again, Robin Bougie, Rebecca Dart, Brandon Graham. Thank you for having us. It was thank fun. Yes. It was Thanks, fun. Robin. Thank you. And yeah. I'm going to play a song. What's the song we're playing, Rebecca? This is called... Game is My Middle Name. Game is My Middle Name by Betty Davis, not the actress. This is a very different looking Betty Davis. All right. Queen of Funk. Queen of Funk. And at 3 o'clock we have uh, Japanese Music West. And at 3.30... What do we have? It's been a while since I've been in station. It's a fill-in. It doesn't even say anything. I don't know who's on at 3.30. Something's on at 3.30. At 5 o'clock, uh, Barn Burner by, uh, by Bobby Ferris. At 6 p.m., Are You Aware? 7.30, uh, Stereoscopic Readout. That's a great name. <laughs> and at 9 p.m., the always legendary live from Thunderbird Hell. Um, thank you all for listening, and stay tuned to inkstuds.com. Com. Uh, go check out stuff on the website. I've got a whole whack of new, interesting interviews I've been posting. One that's not going to be played on radio because it's too long with uh, Italian master Igort as well. Uh, one I did with a while ago with another Italian master, Lawrence Matati. And some interviews coming up will include uh, Shannon Wheeler from Too Much Coffee Man. Um, M.K. Reed, her new book, Americas, is out from uh, First Second Books. As well, I am uh, going to be talking to Craig Thompson at some point this week and posting an interview with him. His new book, Habibi, is mighty pretty, and it's fantastic, I'm going to say, having read just the first 20 pages. It's pretty good. It looks really cool. It looks really cool. So thank you all for listening, and uh, have a good day.